0: 0818 Oliver Callan on RTE Radio 1.
1: And you're very welcome back. Uh, people are now s- uh, signing off their text messages with her brass sizes. That's how enamoured they are on this topic. Great subject, says 38GG in Galway. Will that be double G now or do you say it's a double G? 38. Good morning to you, 38 uh, double G, And I hope you found it uplifting indeed. Now, uh, Amy Gallagher is opposite me this morning. Good morning to you. Good morning, Oliver.
0: 34B, thank you.
1: <laughs> but I feel like I should get in on this. <laughs> Thanks for coming in straight after our breast conversation. Uh, her live comedy show is called For the Love of Milshawn She's a dork. She's a guerrilla <coughs> campaigner for Angleilge but you don't need a Gullfania to watch you on stage I believe, Enion. Is that true? No. Uh, well, welcome to Faultious Jock, anyway.
0: Goeibhmeilamagat.
1: And are people frightened of the Irish language when it comes to a comedy show?
0: Immediately. In the changa. Absolutely, really? yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. That's why I have to use guerrilla tactics that's what I say you know um, whenever people hear that I do kind of bilingual comedy or I'm trying to advertise it they're like oh no but I wouldn't understand a word no I couldn't do that that's not for me Um, so obviously they're the exact people I'm trying to get
1: in to. How do you relax people then at the start of the show what's the start of your gig like? Uh,
0: I tell stories you know like mm. you mentioned the Goldfania there at the yes. start so um, and people always assume that I'm from a native speaking background and that I'm fluent myself but I've just learned It in school, like the average person, and learned it the hard way. And with the gold fauna in particular, so it's if anyone doesn't realize it's the little pin you get to say that you're fluent, you wear it around, Mm. and then you can talk to other people who have
1: silver. There's a
0: silver and a bronze as well. So, yeah, yeah. So, if you're learning, it's bronze or silver or gold once you're fluent. Um, But one thing I did to learn Irish uh, was I I played Gaelic football with an Irish-speaking team, which was a great opportunity to immerse myself in Irish. Mm -hmm. But I was terrified for my whole experience and it was really a kind of a very transformative it took a lot of years for me to become comfortable with Irish um and there was one time we were at a dinner dance and after I'd been sitting at the table with eight of them and I literally I just had to nod and hope for the whole conversation hope that no one would ask me a question because I could not understand anything <laughs> that was going on one of the guys, I was sitting there at the end one of the guys came up to me he's like are you all right and I was like no my I, I've been here for two years and I still can't speak Irish like and he goes but and we were speaking in Irish he's like nachuil tú an like are you able to say everything you want to say mm-hmm. i was like i suppose so I guess tú an the a can't you understand everything like when it's one on one and he i said i suppose so and then at the time he was wearing his gold fornia <laughs> right. and he gave it to me yeah he oh. ga- he took it off and he gave it to me and it was a real moment for me to be like oh Passing maybe maybe my irish is better than I thought it was, but the th- but then um, the problem with that. Two weeks later, I was going to Oris Anuchteron, and I to meet Michael D Higgins. I thought it would be a great idea to wear the gold fonia. Um, <laughs> the problem with doing that is, Michael D Higgins saw it. Yeah. <laughs> And obviously he spoke okay, to me yeah. in Irish, and then I couldn't—I didn't understand a word he said. It was the most embarrassing encounter I've ever had. So to answer your question, <laughs> Oliver, what <did> you do? <laughs> I
1: just—I just looked what you away did.
0: in shame. Yeah, it was so awful. He said something, you know, <laughs> something beautiful, something beautiful, and I was like, "Oh, I—I um, re- I actually do remember." And this is humiliating. I said, "Oh, well, to the interview like I'm making an effort." At- he just looked at You're me like
1: right now I know
0: it is actually traumatic but so well you what dismissed I, then he did he moved on he, m- he moved on to the next person <laughs> yeah but anyway I am um, this is you know you're asking me how I relax people in my shows it's I tell my own stories of mm-hmm. love like the embarrassing situations that I've been through also the things that have been very exciting for me to give me confidence but I think sharing those personal stories help people and to disarm them to let them know that I'm not perfect and we're just here to have a good time.
1: You need confidence to do comedy anyway, live on yeah. stage, but, but the guerrilla tactics you're talking about are, you've you brought it to a different level. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, I mean, if people don't want to employ you, you have to find your own way to do it. Tell us you about know. your
1: residence in a cafe. Yeah,
0: that was fun. Last summer I was in uh, Little red Cafe in Portobello and I was doing once a week uh, guerrilla Irish. I called it a cup of fuckles. So yes. they have a, a, a window seat. You can just perch there, yeah. and I, I was perched with a literal cup of fuckles. So I'd written all these fuckles on little cards oh. and put them in a cup. Yeah. And as people would walk in the door, I'd say, "Dear just doing a bit of gorilla Irish. Do you want a fuckle?" And um, sometimes ran. people would take. Yeah, most ran. <laughs> no, actually, do you know what was surprising the amount of lovely interactions I had and I thought it was such a, I didn't know if it was even a good idea but committing to it I did it for four months once a week and there were so many just lovely interactions with people. Yeah. I remember one woman took out one and it was Orlor and the the, th- the idea is they'd take it out and then they'd either they'd guess the word or maybe I'd help them understand the word or if they knew a bit of Irish we'd oh, have a have little a chat. chat. About that. Okay, yeah exactly, so it was a prompt. Um, So it was Orlor and she goes, Flop and then she stopped. And I think it just really shows like the fear that people have, like even a simple word. She knew what it meant, but she was scared to say it out loud just in case she was going to be wrong. Yeah. Um. So I just gave her a minute. I didn't say anything, just probably smiled at her encouragingly. And then she was like, floor? And then. Like, you've never seen two people get so excited about the word floor. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> yeah. I was thinking,
1: what a conversation starter, yeah. the uh, Orler, Yeah. On
0: yeah, I know, you'd be surprised. But it was really simple. And just this idea of trying to have fun, non-threatening conversations with people, using a bit of Irish and just breaking down those barriers a little bit.
1: And you seem non-threatening. I mean, it's not the vibe kneecap are currently going no, for. No, I it.
0: would call myself more of a gentle bam than a than <laughs> yes, kneecap, yes. Yeah.
1: But. Mind um. you, there was always that great kneecap joke, wasn't there, for... Um Republicanism.
0: Oh, <laughs> that's very good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's an I oldie. That's an yeah, oldie. It was a moment of terror. <laughs> the yeah. Yeah, I think capitalism means, yeah, I think so. I think so. You could have been an occupational therapist. So there is a well, connection, I think, here okay. where you're trying to take people's fear away. Yeah. And suddenly, um, well, tell us about your, you, you know, how, how do you almost become an occupational therapist? Well, I was ther- an occupational therapist. Oh, you therapist. were? Okay. you did Yeah. It.
0: So, you know, you did the traditional way, studied it in college and then got a job after that. No um, degrees in comedy, yeah. Uh, no degrees in yeah. comedy as of yet. Or hint, in guerrilla Irish. <laughs> no. ex- That'll never happen. Ex- yeah, no. um, so, um, yeah, I worked in it in the health service for five years. I, I just, I suppose, long story short, I didn't enjoy it. It wasn't for me. I realise now I'm a, a more creative person. But what I am really interested in is, in, is community health. So, and 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 your last guest was talking about you know health prevention, yeah. And I think the arts and comedy uh, does so much work to you know by us just sharing stories and relating to each other. It, Fair you place, know, yeah. it's it's huge in terms of community health. You know, even your last guest, I think, to hear more people coming from perspectives like that on stage, telling their stories in a fun way, mm-hmm. um, is is huge, and also would really help. Promote these kind of ideas within the community. Raise awareness about different things. And,
1: yeah. Breasts and Oghaillga. Um, we need all more breasts in comedy. That's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, it's amazing that they've. Uh, Siobhan never met a woman who hasn't, who has the correct bra size. So tell everyone ask Guelga yeah, yeah. Say Irish for bra, by the way.
0: Bra all. I don't know. Bra. Don't I, ask, yeah, I don't know. Oh gosh, we should have checked.
1: Because <laughs> um, because lovely things. Um, someone upstairs was saying that. Uh, their child was asking, what does fetch what's fetch mean? And automatically thought, oh, the child has now discovered Mean Girl somewhere on the radio who oh, yeah. was actually talking about fake.
0: Oh, So,
1: you know, stop trying to make f- uh, fake a thing. You yeah. know, there's, there's yeah. something there you could develop. Okay.
0: Let's Thanks do it now on tips. air. You sound like my dad giving me <laughs> tips. Yeah. Oh, really?
1: Does he give you? Uh,
0: no, I mean, people are <laughs> Have always... Have you used <laughs> any of them? <laughs> um... Just Look, I mean tips my, are not my, welcome. my diplomatic do not answer text. is it's You know, it has to be personal I do believe comedy has to be Your own personal observations and stories
1: You must have a Donegal connection Yes I yeah. presume that's why so, yes. Enya, which is Anya in some parts of the country a-
0: Exactly, but it's the Donegal dialect yeah. It's kind
1: of a prettier way actually Isn't it? Is that how Enya became Enya Because she was from Donegal
0: I believe she's ethna And then she kind of went the phonetical way with that But it would be a good assumption And... Perhaps yeah, I think it's pretty. It is pretty, but it's unusual. It's 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 exotic, I suppose. You know, if Anya was the unusual one, we'd think that was <laughs> nicer, maybe.
1: Uh, it's kind of off offbeat, offbeat comedy.
0: My style, yeah.
1: Is that because you think Irish is somewhat offbeat? We treat it like that often, well, don't it's we? It's
0: not that mainstream. Or it it's becoming mainstream. It's well, a when it's supr- at the Oscars, I suppose it doesn't oh, get any more mainstream. <coughs> that's does? fair. That's actually a fair point. Um, it's having
1: a moment, though, isn't it?
0: It's definitely having a moment. Yeah. yeah. And Quite
1: a long one. So a long a one, which is exciting. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think, um, like, certainly Paul Mescal's speech on the on the BAFTA red carpet last year was a huge was a huge eye opener, I think, for the nation of how excited we are. like there's so much energy for Irish for sure.
1: Despite having foundation level um junior start Irish.
0: Yeah, but I think <laughs> even... at least the...
1: has beautiful, fluent Irish and people barely noticed that he would yeah. spoken Irish yeah, at I
0: the know. Oscars. But what I'm I trying Paul t-
1: Mesk was at the BAFTAs in fact, wasn't it?
0: It was the BAFTAs, yeah. It was mm. the BAFTAs. Yeah. But I mean, even if it's foundation level junior third Irish that you have, I think my argument is you actually do probably know a lot more than you expect yourself to.
1: Yeah. And
0: it can be accessible for us all.
1: I can't think of anything better than comedy as a way to kind of loosen, loosen us up mm-hmm. and think about it and get, get into the swing of it. Uh, tell us about your interest. You're not just interested in Irish because we said you're dork. Yeah. Uh, you're also into stem subjects as well
0: well I worked in with bright uh, uh, a company called bright club that train researchers to do comedy and talk about their about their work so I love learning about anything really <laughs> nice. uh, birds or bugs or um yeah uh, you're fascinated yeah. By anything I, I'm dorky. fascinated by anything yeah ribbons <laughs> I like collecting ribbons yeah
1: you know. <laughs> Just ribbons in general. Do you, do you wear them? No, do you, use I, them? do you
0: know? I collect a lot of them and then I think I better kick this habit because I don't know what to do with any of these ribbons. <laughs>
1: okay, not, you're just figuring things out, <laughs> yeah. just gently. Uh, it's called For the Love of Milshawn. It's going to be in the Smock Alley Theatre in Dublin on the 16th of March, That's so around right, yeah. Law Aile Faudric. And you're going on a national tour, Dublin, Kilkenny, and Galway across March. And April, we wish you the look. Me
0: no Malzitz, the look, berbua. The look, berbua.
1: That's one of Michael T's favourite phrases, isn't it? Berbua. berbua yeah.
0: Well,
1: I mean, uh, well, the best of luck to with all of that. Five one five five one. That's the text. Thank you very much, Anya Gallagher. Thanks, good day so. to you.
0: Oliver Callan on RTE Radio One.